Hello, listeners. Wanted to welcome you for another podcast episode. Yesterday, we interviewed Star Hall, who did remarkable, who's done very well in the program, and uh, David Koch has joined us. He's nothing short of Star, and so just you know, one of the, the selfishly, what's so awesome is we handpick the clients that we work with. We're looking for well-educated professional dads. Um, a lot of them are from BYU, although they don't have to be. And David has just uh, graduated our three months program and has been a like a 10 out of 10 type of client anyone would want to work with um, just in terms of coachability and making things happen. So David, thanks for uh, carving out a little work time and uh, joining us today and being willing to share. Yeah, good to, good to talk with you. So why don't we, we'll shine the spotlight on you today. Um, if you don't mind, just just go ahead and introduce yourself um, personally, professionally, hobbies, hikes, just any anything you want to share, uh, just so the audience knows a little bit about who you are. All right. Yeah, I, um, yeah David Koch again, and um, I'm 48, and I live in Las Vegas, lived here for a while. I grew up actually in Las Vegas. And then went away for school and then a uh, you know, church mission was in Russia and then went to uh, law school out in Chicago, California working eventually about 14 years ago, I ended up back here in Las Vegas. And uh, so the place I, I like and, uh, you know, climate may be a little bit better in California, but Las Vegas is a place I really I feel like is home. And uh, 48, like I said, been married for about 25 years this year. We're going to go on a big uh, anniversary trip that got canceled due to COVID and everything. Um, but, uh, you know, it's been married a while. I have four kids and I'm a practicing attorney. Been an attorney for about 20 years, which you know, sometimes is not the most active of jobs and is, is one that I think is potentially prone to uh, people kind of uh, focusing on work over a lot of other things. And I started off with a big firm out in California and uh, it was about 14 years ago, decided to come back here to Las Vegas, start up a small firm. We've got four attorneys here and uh, I've enjoyed it and, and uh, just continue to to plug away in that way. And as far as uh, hobbies and things, I love sports. I've uh, been enjoying hockey a lot more since the Vegas has got their team. It's been a lot of fun. And then uh, myself, I, I do, we back up to a kind of wilderness area and I I love hiking, go out, uh, do a lot of hikes and uh, do a lot of stuff that um, climb up the mountains and uh, done a lot of running in the past. Although the last little while, probably seven, eight years ago, I kind of hurt my knee. And so kind of sidelined me from that uh, running marathons and all those types of things. But, uh, you know, historically I played rugby and been athletic and then, you know, the, the career and everything else kind of takes its toll. And uh, you start realizing you're maybe not in as good of shape or you kind of knew that all along and I've uh, sort of always tended toward being heavier than I should be because uh, I, I think I, I love food more than maybe I should um, and so that's uh, you know, part of part of the process and kind of what brought me to uh, connect with connect with you Tyson on this and that's uh, a little bit of my background I would say. Yeah that's that's great and you segued perfectly I was going to ask you Basically, I know I had outreached, uh, reached out to you. Um, were there certain things um, that you'd want to elaborate on that uh, prompted you to make the financial investment and join the tribe? Um, you, you talk about career and how that that's so easy for it to take over in our life. And um, maybe just some of the thoughts or feelings that prompted you to uh, have the courage to break some habits and do something different. Yeah, yeah. 
And so I've, you know, like I said, I've, I've always had, uh, I mean, I think all of us probably, there's probably only a few people in the world that feel like I'm in perfect shape and I'm happy with exactly how I am. I think we all probably want to get a little bit better. And, and so over time, there've been times I've been in better shape than others. And then, um, you know, I, I've also done lots of times where, you know, whether with siblings or with friends, I'll do, Hey, let's do a little contest to lose weight and, and, and these things. And I tend to do that and I'm successful, but it's not a, not something that really sticks. Uh, and like a lot of people, I've done a lot of the things like the, you know, keto or, uh, different types of, uh, diets that they definitely, you know, work. Uh, but I just got to the point where this is not sustainable. What's, what's sustainable. And so when you and I got in contact, I can't remember if it was through LinkedIn or email, however it came about, but, um, and kind of describe your philosophy and thought process of, uh, this is something that is a, you know, for dads, I suppose, I'm not a, trying to be an Uber athlete. I'm not trying to make it to the Olympics or anything like that. Uh, but I have a realistic thought process of being in the type of shape that would be helpful for me. And I, I think even professionally, um, being in good physical shape has significant benefits also for my family and just, just the way I feel. Uh, and kind of the long-term strategy that this is not a, hey, in a month, you're going to look like uh, a million bucks. And, you know, maybe you will, I don't know, but uh, that that's not the intention. And I've kind of, you know, I think over the last several years, just kind of come to that conclusion that, look, I, I could do a lot of things and, you know, uh, be successful with that, have some super hyper-aggressive goal to, you know, run this or do this and get down a certain weight by a certain time. And I've done that a lot and uh, with mixed results but ultimately my intention was or hope was hey i need to do something that's i'll say slow and steady for me um, that is an actual change of how i'm doing things and part of that is kind of accountability i think when we first talked i said you know I'm, i want somebody that they'll hold me accountable and just kind of talk through that and know what i'm eating uh you know I, my wife can certainly do that but sometimes i think that's not you know, what you want to have your you know, spouse saying you, you got to do this or, you know, you're, you're varying from your diet. And I'm not sure that's always great for uh, marital harmony. And so when you and I talked just kind of about that, uh, that, that thought that um, you provide that, that coaching and um, just the accountability, be able to check in, uh, see what I'm doing, how I'm doing, and knowing that uh, as I'm kind of tracking my own food for myself, I also have somebody else who's who's looking at that and kind of coaching and encouraging along. Um, and for me, I mean, I've, I've had, I think there's a benefit to paying a cost for something that um, you feel like is of value to you. And I've listened to a lot of things about, you know, having kind of the, the negative incentive as uh, a, a, an encouragement for people to say, I'm going to donate, you know, $10,000 my least favorite charity or, you know, whatever it may be, or, uh, some political candidate I can't stand if I don't hit this goal. And I thought, oh, maybe I'll, maybe I'll do that or, you know, some penalty for this or that. And th those things, you know, I, I feel like in some ways are not really uh, uh, you know, realistic unless I'm going to set some crazy amount. And then my wife's saying like, what are you doing? Um, and so for me, I think I felt like you know, paying for this type of uh, coaching and service was uh, kind of a reality check feeling like I'm, making an investment towards something. Uh, I wanted to, you know, I'll say not hurt a little bit, but be something that's it's not insignificant and think that I'm um, 
getting this benefit out of it. And I think that helps add value. So I think that's kind of what brought me to it. Uh, and I think it's definitely met what I had uh, hoped or, or expected to have uh, when we first talked. Uh, that's, that's very well. Um, you, you captured what we hear a lot, uh, accountability being probably amongst the chief requests that, that, you know, come across my desk anyway. So um, that's really good. So you've, you'd uh, been in the program a little over three months um, just to maybe compliment and embarrass you just a little bit here. One of the things we try to do within the program is of course, focus on the scale, the pictures, the transformation, no doubt, because that's everyone wants that, but also non-scale victories and insights. And we keep a running sort of like a highlights wall in our group of insights that dad share along the way. And, um, for those who are listening, David was just like, every time he would share something on our Marco Polo thread, as we were talking, it was like, oh man, another post by David that goes on the highlights wall for, for things like, uh, here's, here's what a handful of, you know, chocolate chips, how that adds up over a year. And you calculated that yourself and just, um, so I loved the insights that I learned from you, um, but do you want to just maybe share um, any of the results that you've seen over the last uh, three months, both scale victories and maybe even more importantly, lifestyle victories or, or insights along the way? Yeah, yeah, sure. I, um, and so originally, I, I, and I can't remember exactly when I started, I was a little over 260, like 262, 263, something like that. And uh, I went down to low 250s and it's kind of, I've, I've kind of bounced around there a little bit. Uh, you know, this morning when I weighed myself, I was right at 250 and I'm you know, trying to get down to the 240s. Um, and so, you know, it's 12, 13, 14 pounds, which is uh, for me in that kind of a period, I think is exactly what I've been hoping for. I mean, I could, you know, probably starve myself and, you know, run 10 miles a morning and I've uh, been down 20, 30 pounds, but I know with the guarantee that I was not going to be, uh, maintain that. Uh, and I've had, you know, many times where I've, I've, built up that sort of a also kind of a deficit in a way where you come back and you rebound back. And I think anybody who's you know, dealt with that kind of situation knows that all too well. Um, and so to me, the kind of one pound a week, two pounds a week, that's really what I was looking for because I think that's some uh, a more sustainable pace and lets my body adjust and doesn't say, okay, now you're eating a thousand calories a day and you're burning 1500 just with exercise I'm going to really cycle down and uh, slow your metabolism down and everything else. So for me, it was you know, set a calorie goal that uh, is, is, is in that range that'll help me lose you know, a pound, maybe two pounds uh, a week and um, make that be the, the primary target. So uh, poundage, that's, that's kind of what, uh, where it's been. I've noticed a significant difference. I mean, I, you know, I think my first thing's, uh, you tend to notice is the clothes and how they start fitting or fitting differently. And um, had a bunch of pants that I bought uh, not that long ago, and now they're you, know, you start cinching up the belt and the the, the pants start folding up uh, underneath the belt line, which is always a good and a bad feeling. Bad that it's not that uh, you know probably aesthetically uh, pleasing to be wearing those, but it, it feels really good in that way. And you know my wife has commented that yeah, you just you know feels like you're much, much trimmer. And even, you know, that 12 to 13 pound difference, depending on how your weight is kind of allocated, 
it makes a big difference. And you know, the scale itself, I think, is one thing. And who knows, you know, from day to day, whether you've got uh, a little more muscle, a little more, a little less fat, a little more water, whatever it may be. Uh, it's more kind of the the overall trend. But I've felt that difference, and I just feel a difference from, um, you know, just kind of mentally as well. I think there are times where uh, I was having stretches where I felt like by the afternoon I was just, yeah, so fatigued. And I know that you know, part of that is I'm not, uh, you know, not 25 anymore and don't have the same kind of energy. But um, I think just the food choices have, have an impact there. And so uh, I feel like I learned a lot of lessons in the way of you know, how to put myself in the calorie range where I wanted to be. Uh, one of those is just the uh, uh, intermittent fasting. Most days I try to not eat in the morning. Uh, I've noticed that even when I eat, you know, eating healthy in the morning and I'm eating you know, eggs or you know, some other stuff and it's three, 400 calories, say, um, I'm always amazed how much harder it is to stay under my target, even though it's not a huge breakfast. Um, and, you know, different people can be different ways. But for me, that worked where I said, all right, if I skip, try to drink a lot of water, do those kinds of things, keep me uh, at least going through about noon-ish. I was able to feel like I didn't think about food as much uh, in the morning. And that's always been something for me where you know, historically I said, I, I love food and I love, uh, love, love good food, love eating, just love the process of eating, not necessarily uh, anything else about it. But in so if I said the more I'm not going to eat, it helped kind of take my mind off of that and not think, okay, what am I going to eat this meal? What am I going to eat next meal? And I think that's a, an issue that a lot of people, um, a lot of us have when, you know, we weigh more than we should and we just start thinking about when's the next meal? When can I eat next? And if you get that out of your mind and think I'm eating for a purpose, I need a certain amount of calories. Um, and what am I going to do? What, what does my body need rather than what do I feel like I want to you know, put in my mouth uh, just to enjoy it? It kind of shifted my mindset in that way. And so that's where I think, um, yeah, I feel like over the last three months, it's really changed my mentality about how I think about just food in general. Um, you know, I still uh, love love good food, and I, I'm not out there eating, you know, tofu and uh, lettuce all day long. I, I don't think I would uh, get by with that, but um, I've been able to kind of change its place for me where I'm not thinking about it as regularly as I used to before. And when I do have it, I can enjoy it, but not necessarily uh i don't say obsess over it but at least be kind of um, distracted in that way or, or overly focused on it yeah very good so um someone could and by the way so uh david has graduated from the three month program and then um we still provide the community aspect so that you'll have ongoing support um and continue making a lifestyle out of this so for those of you who aren't familiar what what we're talking about is the real hands-on kind of first 12 weeks to get awareness to learn the program to get some hand-holding um so someone could go out and hire a personal trainer um from in a gym someone could go get a book or an ebook that's kind of uh, one size fits all go do this um or they could do some kind of coaching and accountability. And you, you talked about this for a second, David, but I'm wondering if maybe just a taste test, like 30 seconds to a minute. Um, when we talk about your willingness to track, um, when we talk about, you know, mindset and Marco Polo, just 
just kind of like the, if you were to describe how we try to support and hold people accountable from your experience, um, knowing that most people listening to this aren't familiar with how we help people, do you mind just kind of describing that and sharing your experience real quick? Marco Polo, uh, nutritional tracking analysis um, that we tried to provide that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I used to, I use my fitness pal just for calorie tracking, which I've done before. I think it's helpful to have that just to keep, be able to keep track of those things for yourself and then um, enabled it so that, uh, that you could have access to that and review the, the uh, food that I ate over the week and then would check in uh, with you or you review it and, and send a, a Marco Polo video, just kind of reviewing the information, uh, providing your thoughts on, you know, what's going well, what might be uh, improved and just suggestions so that we knew kind of on a regular basis how, you know, how I was doing. And I, I mean, I kind of know how I'm doing in a way just by how I feel, but having that regular check-in is helpful. And I'm not a big, uh, you know, social media or I've never been used Marco Polo at all before, but that was helpful for me to have that where I didn't have to necessarily schedule a specific time for a call and then, you know, have that, but it was when it was available when I could respond and then be able to, to check in in that way. And so um, I think those tools were helpful for me to be able to have some consistency and regularity on tracking and checking in uh, with you on that, on that basis. Good. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. We've, we found that too, with me driving all over rural Missouri and limited cell phone reception and um, different time zones, different meeting schedules, having that kind of that video walkie talkie for lack of a better word, um, on demand, you got a question or whatever you, you want to get an answer now and not have to schedule a meeting for, or a group call for a week from now. So we found our dads really like that, um, that part of it and accountability. So, um, yeah. well, we've, we've, you've covered, shared a lot. Um, you mentioned your wife noticing the clothes fitting differently. Um, you're a family man, you're a, a community leader, um, you wear a lot of different hats. Any Anything else you'd want to share in terms of um, how this has, I guess, helped your life or uh, maybe for someone who's, I guess this is kind of your parting words of wisdom question. Uh, someone's listening to this, you know, maybe they're 20 to 100 pounds overweight and they want to have more balance and confidence and get this, get this dialed in, just things you've learned or advice for them or yeah, I, I mean, I, I think it really is. Uh, I mean, it can be daunting when you think I'm, I'm 100 pounds overweight. You know, how long is that going to take? Uh, but you're either going to be 100 pounds overweight, you know, t- 10 years from now, or you can be somewhere else. And to me, it's all about the the small stuff. And I, um, you know, one of my my favorite books called The Slight Edge, and it just talks about the things you do each day. You don't notice the difference they make that day, but over time they make a big difference and you has an impact on uh, exactly what you're doing. Uh, in that same way, like I you know, relate the, the chocolate chips where I, I thought a little handful of chocolate chips, oh, it's just a little snack. Uh, and maybe that day, that handful might be, you know, the 150 calories or so. Uh, that's not going to make me gain a hundred pounds, but if I do that every day uh, and you start adding that up and you realize over a period of time, it, it adds up uh, a long time. And so for me, it was the, the small things and just thinking, you know, I'm not going to be frustrated if uh, I eat well today and tomorrow the scale says I'm a little bit higher than I was yesterday because I know 
that if I keep doing this, I know I will be where I want to be. It's just going to take patience. And uh, to have that kind of a, a mentality or focus to me was the biggest thing. And just knowing that I'm going to feel better if I do this. I'm going to be more, have more confidence in myself, um, just in the way I look, feel, and everything else. And, you know, I've lived this way for long enough. Uh, and, um, you know, I can be patient with moving ahead and taking a, a long-term approach. So, you know, three months have been in the program has made a difference. And I feel like it's changed my mentality going forward uh, so that I don't say, okay, I'm done now. It's just continuing to to move forward in the same way, not making some drastic change, but uh, just to be consistent. And those small, those small changes will, uh, I know, make a, make a difference in the long term. So I feel more confident coming out of it. And I think it's been a, a good program for me in that way. And certainly would recommend with someone with that same kind of mentality who's you know, not, not looking to get in a swimsuit uh, next month or something like that. That's their goal. Maybe a different program might work. But if you're looking to change your, your life and your lifestyle, uh, I think this is a, it's been a very helpful part of my life. Well, um, hats off to you. Certainly celebrate um, what you've done. It, change is hard for, for individuals. It takes courage and humility, and um, it's not easy for most people. And um, you're just another inspiring story of a working professional dad um, who's doing it. So thanks for taking some time today and sharing your words of wisdom and excited to continue our conversations and watch you succeed, David. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks for your time and uh, good to talk with you. You bet.